to take it. and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. And welcome to the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tanguy Along for the Ride, Zoom and Podcast. We are driven to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting this season. And also by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Bob Heavyheart, as we uh, began the program today. Chris Ford, who everyone in the media enjoyed covering as a player and as a coach, passed away at the age of 74. Uh, He had suffered a heart attack a month ago. I'm just going to simply give the floor to you uh, in regards to the life of Chris Ford. There were so many aspects uh, to Chris Ford, uh, in terms of the career arc and 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 uh, the effect, uh, the number of people that he touched, uh, and 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 each of them feel a, a major loss today. It start with uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, his hometown. He went to Holy Spirit High School, where he remains the greatest player in the school's history. I believe I am told still the scoring leader. Uh, I remember people telling me about it. you had to see this phenomenon, this six foot five sort of plodding guy who would bring the ball up, pass it off, and then turn around and post somebody up uh, in high school. And he goes to Villanova, where he plays on very successful Villanova teams. He's an all-time Big Five legend. The 1971 Villanova team went to the uh, championship game against UCLA. Uh, the People remember Howard Porter, of course, but uh, Chris Ford was the captain and star uh, as well as that team. Uh, has a 10-year NBA career, began with the Detroit Pistons, uh, uh, and, and establish himself as a solid guy, a uh, solid defensive player, so, despite having underwhelming physical assets for the NBA. Uh, he, he, uh, he was not a great, he wasn't fast, he wasn't that strong, but he knew how to play basketball. And, and the, he eventually comes to the Celtics, and we'll talk about that. But uh, that's enough. then we get to the, the, uh, the coaching thing. Uh, he coaches the Celtics, uh, one of the four guys I can that, uh, played for and coached the Celtics, and um, and there he interacted with with media uh, as well uh, and, and, and won them over just by being himself. The overwhelming image and, and, and memory that Chris Ford left <clears throat> with people uh, in, in, in my business is he was the most normal human being I ever covered uh, as, as a professional or even collegiate coach. He was absolutely, and that's covering some ground because we got some, nothing wrong with Brad Stevens. He's a very normal human being. But somehow Chris Ford was the uh, epitome of, of your next door neighbor who, oh, by the way, not going to the insurance company, but he was just going to the Boston Garden to work. He was absolutely every man. He was the nicest human being, the most unpretentious person of stature that I, I ever met. And that's saying a lot because I knew some good ones, starting with Havlicek. And um, he, he just he just, over, he just overwhelmed people by just being uh normal and nice and oh by the way uh you know having this athletic connection uh and he touched everybody that way everywhere he went and And i interject uh, real quick before you get to his career the one um i didn't i i knew him a little bit i met him i covered him but i didn't know him the way you or jackie or dan jackie mcmullen or dan shaughnessy did or peter may i just remember doug lane who was the engineer of the Celtics radio broadcast with Glenn Ordway and Johnny Most, and of course, it is, it <clears throat> is, and still does, it still handles the Red Sox and this, and and well, not the Celtics anymore, but 
still is is a, a live game producer for the for um weei he would ride to the game with chris mm -hmm. now that's when he was you know assistant coach head coach mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i just have a hard time and i love i'll, I'll pick on doc rivers because I, but i love doc you know He's i don't see the radio engineer riding to the game <laughs> with doc rivers or and i and this is not to demean doug i mean doug, no i mean this just proves like what a regular guy. They lived in the same neighborhood or they lived in the same town. So Doug, as the radio engineer, would jump in the car with the head coach and ride to the game. That's like, okay, Doug's going to jump in the car and ride to the game with Pat Riley. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, and that's 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 to re-emphasize re what you're saying. I'm getting uh, wonderful uh, responses to a tweet that I had, uh, I, I put out about Chris uh, from people who can, who are giving me their own personal experience with him, uh, having met him in, in various capacities, uh, including someone talking about how uh, one afternoon after coaching the Celtics, he coached the kids game that night in Methuen. Oh, really? And, uh, but people talking about encountering him at shopping malls or right. gas stations or wherever and how gracious he was. Uh, it, it's just universal. Uh, it's just who he was. He was just a wonderful guy. And that's why there's really a lot of, you mentioned heavy hearts. There's a lot of heavy hearts all over the place. I mean, I'm telling you, and in, 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 in New Jersey and in, in big five area and in, and in all throughout the NBA. Uh, now, and let's talk about him as a player. Uh, he was, he got everything out of what he had to work with, everything. And, but he had one great asset that, that got him. He was, he could shoot from long distance so that when the uh, three point shot came in, he had the honor and, 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 and it's an all, it's the lead of all the old bits, you know, uh, you go on ESPN and you go on the, it's a lead. Chris Ford made the first three pointer in NBA history, which he did on the night of October 12th, 19th. 79 Celtics started, I guess, a little earlier than other teams. So it just so happened that when he planted himself in that right corner on that, on that transition and they threw him the ball and he took that famous Chris Boyd little set shot with which the, there was a, you could slip the morning paper underneath. Maybe uh, that was the first three pointer in NBA history. And he went on to, you know, to help along with Larry make the Celtics uh, an early sort of three point threat before other teams were. Um, so he had that going for him, but uh, he, he just, and, and he he just knew how to play. Um, he was the starting guard on an, on a championship team in 1981, along with Tiny Archibald. He was the starting two guard, and I can tell you something. He played a series in 1980 against the um, uh, uh, Rockets, and uh, uh, he was and he guarded Calvin Murphy. And they said, "How can plotting six five Chris Ford guard five nine rocket ship Calvin Murphy?" Well, he figured out a way. He figured out the angles. He did it, and he and he had a great series. Um, so. Uh, you know, it, it's just so many things I can say about about Chris, but uh, he, he is truly going to be missed. Let's talk about Chris as a coach for the Celtics, because he was there at the beginning of the glory days with the Bird era yep. as a player. And then he moved on to the bench, which is a very difficult transition. And I viewed him as an assistant. Let's talk about him as an assistant coach for a minute, because sometimes that's that's overlooked now, especially in this day and age when they have eight of them. Um but Chris as an assistant, it seems to me, was probably very, very valuable to that team. Well, he was. And, and one reason, <clears throat> you know, being, you know, Casey, you know, with Casey as coach, um, you know, his personality was so low key uh, and, and they, they blended well. Uh, he, he got a bad break in 1989-90. They got off to a sensational start. They were like 28 and five. <clears throat> Things looked great. And then Larry's back went out. Right. And, and beginning of, you know, three years of, you know, 
uh, well, Larry played a night and did he practice yesterday? And Chris was, uh, you know, kind of submarine by that. I mean, yeah, that, that team had a shot. That team had a shot. And uh, if Larry had stayed healthy, uh, I'm not suggesting he was a great coach at all. I mean, he was a good and decent NBA coach. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think of him more uh, as a, as a player, as, as much as a coach, but I got to tell you one anecdote that, that, um, kind of amplifies what I was saying earlier about the kind of guy he was and his reaction, the normal human reaction, his final, the Celtics final game at the Boston garden was against the, uh, the magic in, in, and Shaq and, and Penny Hardaway, uh, in the 1995 uh, playoffs. And I was, yeah, I was there. I think we all were there. <laughs> right. Well, we we're all, that was the last game in the garden as it turned out because they lost the game somewhere right. in the second half. Maybe it was the late third. Maybe it was the early fourth in a game where they were struggling, uh, but were not out of contact with the magic. Chris Ford turns around to the press table and, and uh, uh, we, we were sitting, you know, three or four or five people right proximity to the to the bench. Turns around and says, how are we in this game? <laughs> Which I did write about, I think. And it was the most the strangest, most human reaction of an NBA coach to anything that I ever heard in my, in my 54 year career of, of, you know, being a president in the NBA games. And that was Chris Ford. It turns out, I said, how, how are we in this game? Yeah. <laughs> that is, that was, you know, I mean, I just, nobody else I know was going to do that. That was Chris. Well, that also uh, harkens back to the days when you would have Bob Ryan, Jackie McMullen, Dan Shaughnessy, Peter May, all sitting at what now uh, are seats that go for twenty five hundred a pop? Quite high price seats. Yes, that's the old days. That's the days when uh, you know, you know, you don't want you don't want me mounting that soapbox today. No, the and and <laughs> as we go, I want to do a, a transition here because obviously we want to celebrate the life of Chris Ford, um, and you just did it eloquently, perfectly in in only a way that Bob Ryan can. Uh, but I do recall uh, the Gene Shoe story. Uh, didn't he turn around and when you were sitting on the? Well, yeah, that was the, a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah tell, just tell that story to kind of bring us back up. All right, um, this is the old days when we're sitting. On, I used to make sure that at home, I, 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 in those days, I I wanted to sit near the visiting bench because when we went on the road, they habitually put you next to the quote unquote your bench. All right. So I, I wanted to get a flavor of what was happening in the other huddle. So I used to sit uh, in those days when uh, when I had a choice uh, down by the uh, visiting bench. It just so happened that uh, they had a guy named Ricky Mahorn. And and uh, uh, and and he was, of course, rough and tough and tumble. And, and people that know the game know that. They conjures oh, sure. up. He was one of the McFilthy McNasty. There were two, oh, yeah, sets, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were two sets of Johnny Most McFilthy McNasty's. The first was Jeff Rulin and Rick Rulin. And the second one was Bill Lambeer and Rick Mahorn. But guess who was the unifying thread for the McNasties and McFilties? It was Rick Mahorn. All right. Rick Mahorn did something nefarious in a game. And, and, and I wrote, uh, I called up Daryl Garrettson, who was then the head of the officials as well. And I, I just asked a general question. And that was, are there certain other people that you guys keep especially close eye on? Yeah. You know, that you, that you, you, you know, basically, I was, you know, and he said yes. And I don't know whether I specifically mentioned, I may have must have mentioned Rick Mahorn specifically. And so I write this in my Sunday column that uh, there are, uh, you know, miscreants and they're kept there. And I guess I mentioned that uh, Rick Mahorn was one of them. So 
the game starts and they call a foul on Mahorn somewhere in the first period. Gene Shu, the coach of the Bullets, jumps up, turns around, looks at me and yells, that foul's your fault, Bob Ryan, your <laughs> fault. <laughs> I heard Shaughnessy tell that story. I Dan, love that story. That, Dan, Dan loves telling that story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great story. Um, okay, now we segue to Philly, which is an area that that uh, Chris uh, spent a lot of his time from Atlanta oh, yeah. City He's and playing college basketball. Everything. So let's go to the Sixers right now. You know, Embiid had 41 last night. They've won five of six. They are now in third place yep. uh, in the Eastern Conference as we speak. Uh, and we know that's going to change with the Nets when everything. But there's a log jam there we have at the top of the East, basically four, four and a half games set up separating the Celtics, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and the Nets. And I kind of had written off Philly, I think, at the beginning of the year. But it seems, obviously, if they stay healthy, Philly's not going to go away. Don't sleep on Philly. And and, and one of the things is uh, Joe Embiid is having a year that in many, many years of my long NBA experience would have been a, a obvious leading nobody no argument he would have been the leader in the clubhouse on on the state and time for the mvp but because we're living in an era of of mega stars that are you know and and, and he's he's in a cluster you know along with the, the Giannis and Jokic and Doncic and Tatum and Morant and and you know he's just one of several but i'm telling you he's having a tremendous year and and uh, uh, he he's carrying them now concurrent with that and we 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 seems every time we but we never can get away with it. And you're with me, I'm sure, on this. Every time you see these assist totals for James Harden, you say, I don't remember any of these assists. Right, 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 right. <laughs> he's leading the damn league or, or right there. He's oh yeah. There. Oh, and, he can dish and, the ball. He has led the league, and and he's having a good year. And you know, now he was a uh, he was uh, there were previous hit period previous years. Uh, you know, he, he talked his way, wind his way out of uh, from Philly to Brooklyn, and I mean Houston to Philly and Brooklyn. And, Brooklyn to Philly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he was out of shape. But, well, he's playing very well, too. They got an end because I am uh, a charter member of the Tyrese Maxey fan club. And another guy that's understated, he's a damn good basketball player, Tobias Harris. He's a useful player. Um, so they got they got some pieces. And and they had, you know, we 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 all love the coach. You know, we, we, you know, Doc Rivers is one of my all time favorite people. And uh, so uh, they're but they're they're formidable. But I mean, you start. With 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 uh, Embiid, and he is he has got the he is the quintessential modern big man in that uh, he can post your butt up, but he can step out and and hit that three. Uh, he he's got the inside outside game. He rebounds. Um, you know he's not a great passer, but he'll pass. He's not you know no because you know we the standard is being set by Jokic. You know nobody can right. match that in today's game, but he can do it. He can pass. Anyway, they're they're good, and you know with Doc. It's 15 years since Doc did win that championship. I know the time marches on, but he has proven that he can coach it at a high level, and and uh, they're going to be hurt from. Assuming that you know, but same with thing that as with everybody, if they're healthy at the right time, you know, then they're going to be a, uh, they're going to be a tough out in, in April and May. All right, we have some numbers. Bob Ryan has some numbers for you coming up, but first we have to tell you this: that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and a whole lot more. You get the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. 
So here's the deal. Go to the website today or use your mobile device and receive 50% on the welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And also, we want to thank our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash scribe. That's linkedin.com slash scribe to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Bob, uh, another member to the 40-point club. <laughs> yeah, folks, what I, I it's my daily ritual. I'm, I have... Here's, my, here's how my days start, just so you know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, when I come downstairs, uh, I start put on the coffee. Definitely got to put on the coffee, and uh, and and turn on the TV, and 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 you know, and and uh, see what's going on in Sports Center. Pick up the Boston Globe, go to the Metro section, and see this day in history to see who the birthdays are. That's number one. You got to do that. By the way, today's a terrific day. Today is uh, January nineteenth. It's overwhelming today. Some days are just ridiculous. I never heard of anybody. Today is like wow. So go check it out. Go check well, out. Give me day. one. Give me one. You got to if you. Oh remember. God, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know what? I can't. There's so many. I, I can't. Oh, that's all right. Sorry to put all you right, on now. The spot. Okay, and then I go and check out last night's NBA action to see who's the newest, the newest member of the 40 Point Club, because it seems that every night there's a new one, and I mean it's we it's amazing. You're like this, and, and then last night's was Jalen Green, who got 41 in defeat. Uh, last, the most interesting one of the last two weeks that I noted that you would if somebody takes a, a name of 100 NBA players uh, or 200 and, uh, who might get a 40 point game and you wouldn't name this guy was Kyle Kuzma had 42 last week in a game. Right. So what I'm thinking about is forming a support group for people who don't score 40 points a game in the NBA. They're going to need some some counseling because right. it seems like everybody's doing it. Uh, that, that's that's how my days start, Gary. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, I did see Dolly Parton is on there, Bob. Dolly Parton, 77 years old today. Yeah. yeah it's did. really a good day, though. There's, and there's a long list of, of people. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a good day. And uh, 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 and on a final note, this week the Warriors are facing the Celtics. Yes. Um, because this is sort of, as they say, an evergreen show that people watch throughout the week. Uh, just your thought, at the end of the year, are those going to be the final two standing? I, I'm going to put it this way. The Celtics have a better chance, I think. Uh, although, although, although what the the advantage for the Warriors is lesser competition. The West is weaker. It I mean, if weak. we're talking about Denver and, and Memphis right now are, are the front runners. Do you, would you want to bet on that as the Western Conference Finals? Oh, I, no, 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 no. No, I, and I, I say, you know, my one of my big asterisks, I know they got beat last night as we speak, but the Pelicans with a healthy Zion, I, I think would be the outlier there. I think they definitely would have. But the Warriors will be heard from if they're healthy. If, 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 if. There's, they, they are, you know what they are? They're the 1969 Celtics. Go look them up. Yeah, the, All they got to right. do is get in. Right. All they got to do is get in. And, and uh, 
they're hovering around 500. They, they, they've, they've been the, the worst road team in the league. I don't understand that, but that's not going to continue. Um, and now as far as the Celtics are concerned, um, I, people are suggesting are the Warriors in your head. I wouldn't go that far, but I do think the Celtics. Uh, I we don't. I don't know we, whether they're going to be able to take care of business or not. But first of all, they're not healthy 100 percent either. Brown's not playing, so you know I, I'm not going to put too much stock in it if they aren't beating the Warriors if they don't have their full complement of players. But um, they need to. You know, sooner or later they're going to beat them. Well, uh, you won't, but everybody else will, yeah. uh, because because right now it's a little slow. Because the Patriots are waiting for an offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> all right, Bob. Thank you very much. Great job as always. Driven by Bet Online and also LinkedIn Jobs. And on a final note, uh, rest in peace, Chris Ford. And at the end of the day, Bob, if anyone simply says this about us as they will about Chris Ford or they have about Chris Ford, is he was a good guy. That's all anybody could want. That's right, and he was the best. Thank you, Bob.